You're listening to Miss City Podcast, hosted by Lena and Daniela of Mystic Home. We created this podcast to share our passion of empowering people. We want to encourage you to find and connect with your own abilities and inner strength. Our aim is to help you breach the gap of being human and connect with your spiritual self. And by sharing our own experiences and reflections, we open up the conversation for mystical ideas and how to integrate them in our human lives. Hello, hello. Hello there. And hey, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Mystic Podcast. Yes, it's nice to be. It's been a while. Yeah. Mm. So much has happened. One thing that I'm, I'm super, super happy about is that we now started recording with guests in our podcast. And I think the response has been really great from what I've been hearing. What about you? Totally. I feel like it's nice to invite somebody into a topic that we love mm-hmm. and to kind of pick their brain and get some insights. And like you said, some things stuck with you. And some things are like, oh, that was good to know. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to our one of the last few episodes with um, the numerologist, it was really nice because it was such a thing that I've never mm-hmm. really, you know. Yeah, I it was cool hearing her read your chart kind of or your numbers. <laughs> and I, I think it was pretty spot on. So it was really cool. But since then, like numerology was really something that stuck with me. I'm now studying much more and something that came... Kind of easy. Do you remember me. she did this little little short thing with me? Did you do the same for you? And if you guys yeah, yeah. haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen mm-hmm. to Amanda's episode for numerology because it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And she also teaches you a little thing that you can do on your own to kind of figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And there are also there's also websites where you can do it. It's much easier. And mm-hmm. you can get um, both your laugh path number life path number and then also your soul number and like different things so it's all depending on um the date of your birth or it could be the time or anything like that so you get all of that so what number were you a two four a four yeah i'm a four too i'm a four and then i'm 11 and then i'm a 22 and 11 and 22 are master numbers so, but four is also, you know, for, for this year. I but yeah, two. Your, yours were two, right? Mm. I think so. And mine was a four. Anyways, go back into that episode. And if you want more, you know, insight on numerology, just let us know. We connect with you with Amanda or send you resources because it's pretty cool. Indeed. Yeah. So <clears throat> Lena and I got together yesterday and talked a little bit about what we wanted to talk about today. And it's been... Like a manifestation world opening up for us. And mm-hmm. even though I have been doing manifestation, I think I started really unconsciously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew what manifestation was. Like I've seen this. What's the first thing that was like the manifestation thing? The Law of Attraction. Like the mm-hmm. book when it came yeah. out. I remember reading it. And it was a little bit too like far away from my you know, when you think you can do something, like I was like, okay, well, that seems like really far. I'm supposed to just wish for something and wait for it to come. But that was back then when I started to think about manifestation and just kind of play with the idea whether it was, you know, something that could become a fact or not. Like I just thought it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think unconsciously I started to manifest, I would say, let's say like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And ever since... 
the more conscious I become with it, the more cool stuff happens, I yeah. think. What about you? Yeah, and I think we should talk about that a little bit today. Also, what techniques you can use. Because sometimes it's like, okay, but what is just a thought, a wish, a dream, a goal? What's the difference between that and manifestation? Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I've, I've had it too for a long time, unconsciously. Um, and my mom actually reminded me the other day because we were talking about something you know, with manifestation or, you know, into the new year and, and things like that. And she's like, well, but you've always done that. Remember, you know, when you wanted to get into this high school, you really, you know, you didn't give up, you didn't get in right away, but then this happened and that happened. And all of a sudden you were going to that school. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. And she's like, yeah. And then for this trip or when you wanted to do your master's, you, you just applied for one school and You put all the eggs in one basket. And usually my family's not like that. They're like, okay, think about, you know, security and have different options and have a backup. But I've never been like that. If I want something, it's like, that's it. I put all of my thought, all of my effort, my whole heart into that. And yeah. And Interesting. that has and happened too. So what you were saying yesterday is that there's this book that kind of goes into the scientific part mm -hmm. of manifestation and how really, like, I guess, neuroscience and in, in mm -hmm. terms of that, how manifestation works yeah. and how, what happens when we start to manifest and how does it really become you know, from a thought, something into the physical world. And I thought that was so interesting because there is really – no proof sometimes for these things when we when we bring them to manifestation the other proof is to know that like oh but i thought about that and that's what i've been mm -hmm. trying to get or or that's been my goal or my dream and all of a sudden it happens within the time frame that i wanted it to happen or things like that mm -hmm. or sometimes it doesn't work out because you're not ready or mm -hmm. because you know there's something bigger coming anyway but i thought when you put it like that in more scientific approach of understanding manifestation mm -hmm. and really, I mean, it's a powerful, powerful tool, but I think this is it. I think a lot of people think, okay, this is, first of all, it could be like, oh, maybe too woo woo manifestation of wishing something and then for mm -hmm. it to come. But I think it's a simple mm -hmm. concept, but it's not easy Yeah. because, and it is supposed to be easy, but the problem is that, <clears throat> sorry, it's that we get on, our own heads yeah. like we resist the easiness of the process like mm -hmm. it's so easy that it almost becomes kind of complicated yeah isn't it like that with everything in life we make it more comfortable un uncomfortable or complicated or dramatic yeah than it actually is human nature yeah and i think it's important to remember that our human selves are sometimes holding us back because we do have doubts And then all of the all of our past experiences come in, and that's probably many times what's interfering with you. Talking about doubts, I know this is a little bit of our topic, but I just want to put it out there. Um, the other day, I started to I, having these days. I was really on a high, and I was super confident and authentic, and everything was going really well. And then for some reason, I think we were going to like eclipses and stuff. What I, what that was happening, and then I started to you know the doubt and mm -hmm. the uh, fear of scarcity or the fear of like the unknown of what's about to come and what the new the new projects that I have will work out or not. And I realize I don't know if this was through a meditation or through a download from the you know from guidance 
that when we are in this talk comes about the human when we are in this you know doubts and low self-esteem and drama and fear we are really operating in like the third dimensional frequency of our beings mm-hmm. which is part of us mm-hmm. so that's why really when people talk about getting rid of a fear and getting rid of you know low self-esteem and I mean, you can't really, though, because you can't escape your humanity. What you can do is become aware of which frequency you are operating at and know that you, as you have the ability to be in those lower dimensions where there is doubt, where there is fear, where there is, you know, feelings of of, um, insecurity, there's also the ability to rise up above that. And we have also that divinity within us that we can rise above higher dimensions and as people call it, raise our vibration to Mm -hmm. a higher frequency where we, you know, when we go up to the fourth and the fifth dimension, then this kind of, um, how to say, like the doubts and the fears and all these things just start to kind of disappear and be filled with love and with this uh, essence of connect, be connected with everything. So anyway, I would just thought it was very interesting because sometimes we're going to, we want to get rid of you know our doubts and our fears and stuff like that and we think that once we get rid of it it's going to be gone forever but what i want in what i want to say is no because we are everything at the Mm -hmm. same time yeah meaning we have the ability to be on those lower levels and also to be in the higher levels Mm -hmm. and to travel around as much as we want but within that is said sometimes when we're and this is like kind of a tip that you can you guys can use daily is when you're feeling that low know and accept and give yourself compassion for just you know at the moment being in the third dimensional being that you are and and understanding that it's just like part of who you are mm-hmm. and that it's okay and that doesn't mean that you know your life is over and that you're never going to go back to the higher frequencies of feeling better but it's just what you're operating at at the moment and it is your choice if you wish and if you are ready to go up into the higher vibration and the higher frequency to do that Mm -hmm. and And i would also say like as scary and as much as it can hold you back to be you know just human and forget about you being something bigger i think it would be even as scary to just be up there in the higher dimensions like many times you know people go so much into spirituality or different types of things that they're they're interested in but then they get stuck there and forget about you know the human self and connecting with others so sometimes it could be very lonely feeling like okay i can't connect with anyone else because there's something Mm. you know different with me Mm. um so just like you said yeah, you're everything. It's like a stair. You can go up, but you can also go down the stairs. It doesn't mean like you have to stay in the basement forever. Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) Or the attic. Like the attic isn't that fun. Mm -hmm. Just being there or being in the basement. Like see it all. Yeah. The thing that for me gives me when I'm kind of like in these days that I was doubting and scary and all that stuff, like really that what high heightens my frequency and brings me back to joy it's dancing putting music out loud really like really loud and dancing and like finding joy finding people that make me laugh Mm -hmm. that kind of I let go a little bit and I'm Mm -hmm. able to kind of fly a little bit higher Mm -hmm. and remember like oh nothing is too serious and I'm just traveling you know within my human experience anyway but when it comes to that tidying it back to manifestation 
what I wanted to say is when it comes to manifestation, this is a thing as well. We wish something, but sometimes if you wish a million dollars, for example, even though you really want it, perhaps you're not ready to receive the responsibility of a million dollars. Because if there's a million dollars in your account, your reality is going to shift. You are going to change everything that you thought you knew, everything that felt safe to you. It's not anymore. Because everything comes with that responsibility and not in a bad way. Everything just asks you to grow in different levels. So sometimes what I see when it comes to manifestation and not receiving what you wish for is even though you think that you want it, you're also a little scared of that responsibility of getting the things that you want. So what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's very true. And like everything, doing things step by step. Mm. And, you know, it will come. It may be not in the way you thought it would. And I think that's that's a good lesson with manifestation. Like many times you say, be careful what you wish for. But... But the difference between a wish and manifestation is that a wish is in your head, I would say. Like, I wish, yeah, I wish I would have a million dollars. But if I think about it in my heart, like, do I want it with my my body and my mind? Like, that's the difference. Then really wanting it, seeing myself having it. And uh, what would I do with it? How would I live? Because then you're prepared for that rea- reality. You're creating a space. Yeah. So then the outer circumstances is going to change for you. Maybe you go to a different cafe than you usually go to. You meet someone there and you tell them about one idea you have or they might know someone. And then all of a sudden, these there's a cause and effect of everything. But I think our limiting beliefs that we were talking about is holding us back. Because what happens is that when we're scared, we like being in our routine, doing what we always do. You know, how many people don't wake up in the morning and, you know, they roll out of the bed same way they always do. They brush the teeth, or I do too, the same way I always do. Then I go to the kitchen, I start, you know, putting on the coffee, then start getting ready. We just do things, but we do the same thing every day. And then I wish I had a million dollars, but I don't change the outer circumstances for that. So I have to start doing something differently to attract those things that my heart and my mind desires. Absolutely. So that's also a good thing to think about. Like, do you do the same thing every single day? Or do you change? And within what you do, is there a space for the things that you want? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting topic for sure, but um, I think I've, ch- I've shared this in other episodes of how I started to manifest, and I I also do believe that we manifest very differently depending on, you know, who you are, and I mean, mm-hmm. we're all so unique, but for a lot of people, it's got to be really, you got to be really specific about what you want, like, yeah. and when it comes to being specific, I think it's more to kind of call it home like mm-hmm. when you're being specific about it you're if you're for example if you're manifesting a house and you are being very specific about the walls the 
the materials of the house, how the house looks mm -hmm. like, how it's decorated, how would you feel within that mm -hmm. house, what you will fill it with, where in the neighborhood is going to be, then it, it starts to become something tangible. Mm -hmm. It starts to become something, okay, so it's not just an idea of one day having this big mm -hmm. house, but is it going to be where, is it going to be in this town? Do I need to live somewhere else mm -hmm. for that house? How many rooms do I want in the house? What do I want kids for the house? So it's just starting to own it and to bring it home. And that helps you create a space for it and start to have conversations that mm -hmm. are attracting that energy to come to you. And for other people, I believe that they can just have this idea uh, more like, okay, I do want a house and this, but not be so specific about the floors and everything because they have, a, I think they have this bigger capacity to bring it home within their imagination mm -hmm. uh, without having to get so tangible with mm -hmm. it. Um, what do you, how do you manifest? Um, different ways. Sometimes, you know, I, I might have said this before, but I love New Year's. Like, it's such a good start of something new. So then I usually do like a vision board or a manifestation, something like that, where I'm very specific. Um, sometimes I do it through meditation. Like, I see myself, you know, going on a trip or whatever it might be. Um... And sometimes I write it down and I put it, I have a little altar in my bedroom where there's a Buddha and there's some like um, crystals and things like that. I, I might, you know, light a candle, put it underneath there. Um, or when I go to bed, I just like, if there's something specific, this is what I, I did when I wanted to get into my master's program in the States. I was in Africa at the time uh, traveling around different countries there but every time when I went to bed you know almost like a prayer I'm like this is my wish this is my dream like I could feel it like this is what I wanted with my whole being and at the time I didn't I didn't think it was a manifestation but now I realize it was like but it was my deepest desire like calling it out to the universe this is what I want please let me get into the school and then like it, it really was against all odds that I I got in actually mm. so and then it happened and I didn't even think about like having doubts about it I didn't doubt that I couldn't like I just felt that this is this is it mm. even though I know everything was pointing in a different direction but I didn't want to let that sensation come in mm. So it's a different ways. And it was so interesting yesterday when we were talking about manifestation in the book you've been reading that you said that what really stops, like what really stops manifestation is when you have like there is a, there's a dream or there is something that you want to get and then if there is any doubts about it if your body if your mind is telling you yes but your body is telling you like oh, I don't know yeah it's probably not going to work mm -hmm. right then it doesn't really happen yeah. and I, I see that so tangible sometimes when it comes to workshops when it comes to programs like the programs that don't usually work out, I knew it. Yeah. And I don't think maybe it was me. I mean, it could have worked mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Maybe it was just not meant to be. But I, I have this doubt it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. It actually doesn't. Mm -hmm. But if I, this is going to happen, mm -hmm. even if nobody comes, I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to happen. It ends up happening. Yeah. Yeah, so the book uh, or the... Uh, the person I'm talking about, he's called, uh, his name is Joe Dispenza. 
And he's done a lot of research about what's ha actually happening in the brain when you manifest and how you can do that through med meditation, uh, first and foremost. And now I'm reading a book that's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So super interesting. And, and one, I, I haven't read the whole book, so I just started. So I can come back to that later. Or if you read it, like we can talk about it. But He's also saying like some people are always like, oh my God, why are all of these things always happening to me? I think we all had a friend or like a relative that's always like, all bad things happen to me. Why does this always happen to me? And he says, well, because you're drawing that towards yourself. Because you feel like if you start a project and it doesn't happen and then you think next time it's probably not going to work. Or, you know, you're in a relationship where someone's cheating on you and then you go into the next one and you think this is probably going to be an asshole. Then, yes, probably. Because mm. you draw that towards yourself. You have to break the habit of being yourself. Create new routines, invite new things, start thinking new thoughts. The brain works that way. It goes from point A to point B. Where it always, it's always been going that way. So it's like a, a pathway in your brain, which is really, really quick. So you have to train your brain to think differently. Mm. And first, it's going to be hard. But then time and time again, all of a sudden, you have a new pattern. Mm. And it's the same, like being human. If you go through a therapist or whatever you do, like work on yourself, like you ha have to do something different. I think surrounding yourself with people that expand you, it's like 100% so mm -hmm. so necessary to manifest why because if you don't have those people that are expanding you and they're showing you new possibilities it's really hard for you to do it on your own why because we are uh we're in habits we mm -hmm. just like to be really comfortable mm -hmm. so just to put you something out there when i started working with my business coach um we had our first meeting and i told you this mm -hmm. yesterday we had our first meeting and she, I was supposed to do this um, goals, mm -hmm. you know, visions for my business and what I wanted to do within three and within five years. And I remember she was reading through it and I was like, oh, I already did the exercise. And she was like, okay, let's go through it. And then she was like, is this all you want? And I said, yes, you know, I want to do this and I want to have a couple more clients and this and that. And she's like, so I'm telling you, I'm giving you a white space, like a clean sheet and you can have anything you want is this what you want and I realized that I wasn't allowing myself to like I was very I was so not small-minded but because I wanted things to be tangible I didn't allow myself to think bigger than that mm -hmm. So she was, so I was like, well, I mean, what, a million dollars in a Ferrari? And she's like, well, if that's what you want, you've got to say it mm -hmm. out loud. If that's your final goal, mm -hmm. not that you're going to get it tomorrow, but if that's your final goal, then yes, you have to put that in there. Mm -hmm. Because, not because that's going to be your goal for, like, not, that's not what you're going to manifest tomorrow because you're not ready for that. But in able to be ready to get that million dollars, you need to have that as an option. You need to have that within your radar. Because you slowly, as you make money, as you start to grow your business, then you have more space for more to come and to eventually get to a million dollars. But you, if you don't expand your goals and your dreams big enough to hold, like imagine as like a bag, if you don't have a huge, like a tote bag mm -hmm. that can hold all these things that you want, 
then if you have like a little tiny purse, mm -hmm. I mean, it can only get, you know, so much and expand so much. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting because within that call, she said, everything that you want is possible as long as you have a big enough bag to hold onto all the, like to, to receive all mm -hmm. the things that you want. And I realized that I was just not expanding enough to receive more yeah. things um, because I was only opening my bag so little mm -hmm. that that was all I could get mm -hmm. or I could receive. After that, I think my mind opened up so much. And again, it's not that my goal is a million dollars, but I have a bag enough for it to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, for start, for for things to start to come in that direction, mm -hmm. at least. Yeah. So Because then maybe, let's say you want a million dollars. Of course, everyone wants a million dollars, probably. But then it's like, okay. So when you get 10,000, you're like, oh my God. But if you set your goal or, you know, manifest it at 10,000, Maybe you would stop there. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you have a million, think about the first step. Again, talking about stairs, like going on one step. You have to know what's the top floor for mm. you. And then in five years, the top floor might be something different. And it was the same exercise we did for now that we've, I'm on this uh, mastermind with my clients. It was the same exercise we did with the little different manifesto, but kind of breaking it down, like going to the really big end goal and then breaking it down in months of how we can actually start to create a space for those things to come into our life um, instead of like getting so overwhelmed by getting it tomorrow, but starting to shift the mindset, shift the habits and really get space for things to happen. And I think for them it was really like eye-opening of like oh I can get like I've been asking for so little and I've been kind of trapped in this idea that you know but also what I found out is that they are scared of like if I ask for this and it actually comes like oh my god what 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 is it gonna be of me like I'm gonna be a new me I'm gonna be different and and just kind of detaching yourself and, and letting go of the dead parts of you that are not longer resonating with what you're trying to manifest so Really interesting. I, I think what really works for me in, in terms of being technical and how can you guys go and manifest tomorrow, I think for me, I started like you. Like I I manifested in December and for the whole year, I create, you know, I, I did a list of things, very specific things. And the more I got into it, the more specific I get. But then now what I do is I do it every couple of months. I mean, I, I'm very intuitive. So everything I do is intuitively. Otherwise, I forget. But every couple of months, I think I'm always like, okay, manifesto for this. And I'm always putting myself into, okay, now this is a full retreat or now there is a full mastermind or there is um, this space for, for single sessions. And I get really specific on things every couple of months just to keep on expanding. Like you said, um, if we don't keep that goal going up, then we're not opening enough. And I think being worthy of receiving is also another thing of, of being worthy of receiving but so in December what I did instead of doing this whole manifestation of my life I just said okay I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make um 10,000 this month and really when I put those things out I'm like I have no idea how I'm gonna make that happen but I'm just gonna uh, this is gonna happen and I ended up I, I wrote it down one week and then two weeks after I had made those ten thousand dollars and I was like yes this I mean really is when you put your mind to something and your mind and body are connected to create that manifestation and you have open space in terms of what also what I want to say when I wrote those 10,000 I did a lot of like subconscious beliefs 
shift. Like mm-hmm. I really worked on the subconscious things that we think about ourselves because really the subconscious, even if we want it with everything in our conscious and a subconscious is sabotaging everything mm-hmm. we do. And just so you guys know, do you want to say what subconscious beliefs are? Subconscious beliefs are um, beliefs that we kind of created in our childhood and it could be really early teenager years to to survive in the world and to cope with everything around us. So it could be like, I have to hide to be safe. And then that starts to translate in the way you show up in your business because when you feel like people are really seeing your business and you're going to start unsubconsciously hiding and maybe not being available or sabotaging your own uh, success. So those are things that we have it's like that darkness or that shadow part of us mm-hmm. that we create when you're in our childhood and if we're not aware of those things then it's really hard for us to to heal them mm-hmm. it could be a you know a trauma or mm-hmm. something like that and, and sometimes I think it's called a shadow shadow work also for a reason because sometimes we're not aware of it what Most is of the holding time. it holding us back so yes you have to do that work first like work on yourself or simultaneously like you have to be working on yourself and when it comes to subconscious beliefs a lot of people are like how can I get rid of it and I say yes that's the work we eventually want to do but most of all is start to get aware like start to become aware of it when you start to become aware of things you have a choice a conscious choice to start to reprogram yourself but I don't think you can ever get away away with it or get away from it I think you can understand it and work with it it's always going to be a part of who you are and if you can find understanding acceptance of that it's not going to be hindering you Hmm. I think yeah like getting control of it for example I have to hide to be safe going back to Mm -hmm. the same example so you know that within your when you were a kid perhaps you know there were things around you that you needed to be you needed to hide in Mm -hmm. order to be safe physically Mm -hmm. or emotionally or Mm -hmm. anything like that so when it comes to becoming aware of that so now okay how am I showing up like that on my business Mm -hmm. how am I showing up like that on my relationships and now that you even though you know that that's your tendency you start to reprogram that meaning when you see it happening in front of you then you have a different choice Mm -hmm. and that is the healing that starts to happen because of like okay now I'm hiding so let's override that Mm -hmm. and start to show up even though yes it is uncomfortable but I think doing that is what really reprograms Mm -hmm. the way you work because when we are operating from an unconscious being we just, like you said, it's like a daily routine. We don't change. We do the same things mm-hmm. all the time and we wish for different things. Mm-hmm. But it's like we need to become aware of really how we operate to make different choices, to make changes and to break habits. Mm-hmm. And understanding where it's coming from. Because mm. many times you do things and you're like, hmm, well, I always done it that way. It's like, yeah, but why? <laughs> yes. And yes, it might be something like, oh, it's very important for me to have a routine because that way I feel in control. Why do I feel the need to be in control? Mm. Okay, where is that coming from? Like going back mm. and just understanding it. I What I've noticed now, the more I expand and the more everything kind of shifts in my life is also, I don't know if I had this subconscious belief, but um, for me, I, I noticed that when I started making space for things to change and for my business to really grow and prosper, I started to notice, okay, how do I want to show up? Because for me, it was also, you know, hitting in a way of like 
having these gifts of of talking to spirit, of connecting with energies, of seeing energies, I was hiding that part of me and I didn't realize I was also hiding like the way people were able to reach me and see me in that sense. And it's still, I mean, now, this nowadays is when I'm really doing the work of allowing myself to be seen just as I am. And within that, I started to, the way I started to do it is I started to dress up more like to be taken seriously because what I felt before is if I tell people that I, talk to the dead and that I talk to the you know multidimensional beings and that I do this you know magical stuff they're not going to take me seriously so what I started doing I've noticed is that I started to really dress up like as a professional like before I would just take myself like really like oh you know I'm just a yoga teacher in yoga pants and a hippie and then I realized that that was and it's okay to be that but for me it was a way to escape it was Mm -hmm. a way to remain comfortable and to remain safe Mm -hmm. and I realized that the way I was showing the the way I was talking about my business and the way I was talking about myself and how I was physically showing myself to the world was not opening up the doors for new things to come for Mm -hmm. people to see me differently for people to respect to come to me and to understand and to feel safe Mm -hmm. so what I started doing is I started to showing up differently on social media to and even to myself just when I woke up I would get ready like a professional Mm -hmm. instead of just you know staying on my pajamas and Mm -hmm playing it safe and those are little things you guys but those things really show Mm -hmm. like those are little things that we can start doing to open Mm -hmm. up to like how if you want this how would this person that already has it acts Mm -hmm. what does it do how does it interact with other people like start becoming that person that has what you already want because that's just like a fast line Mm -hmm. fast way to get Mm -hmm. to where you want yeah, and if you were scared before that people would see you as like strange or different or like woo-woo, well, that's maybe what you showed them as well. If you went there oh, and you're absolutely. like hippie stuff and you're like, oh, you know, woo, whatever, I'm just going to go home and meditate. And then it's like, uh, it's like, okay, that's not very inviting. And it's also showing up the way you think people are seeing you yes. instead of. And I, I remember this was my thing also a couple of years ago when I started doing Reiki. Because, you know, my yoga business was going really well and people, you know, saw me as a great yoga teacher and took me very seriously. And I show up very, very, you know, serious in my classes and everything. But then I have this big part that's very different from, from my yoga teacher role, which is the Reiki part which is much more, you know, yin, very inviting, very, you know, feminine, all of that that I didn't show in other parts of my life. So then people are like, oh, you're doing this other thing, Reiki, Reiki healing? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's a little bit strange. <laughs> um, I can't really great explain vis- it. Yeah. Great advertising, by Yeah, way. I'm like, I can't really explain it. I know it's like, it might sound like uh, a little bit weird, you know. Who would want to do that after you just, like, after yeah. the person who's doing it just exactly. said, it's weird, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, you know, you probably have to experience to know, but I know it sounds a little bit strange, a little bit weird. I'm like, why am I saying that? Because for me, it's the most natural thing but I was afraid that people would think it was weird right you were kind of to get on their shoes and to get really like safe when it comes to the conversation yeah because then like okay this is probably how they see it so I've been there though yeah so then I'm like okay no you know everything is energy so I'm working with energy and you know yes it's hard to explain it I think you should experience it I would love to see you in, in a session 
but yeah, I can tell you more about it if you're interested or here are some resources you can read about it. There's also science behind it that you can read. Like, let me know. Mm. And now, like, again, that's how I'm showing up. Small things to change. The small things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It, it's such a different thing. And yeah, people are attracted to energy. Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things. Now, I, I just came to think about it that, you know, if you're up presenting something, you have a presentation at work. Let's say you work for, you know, your boss has asked you to hold a presentation on your department at work. And you go up there and the first thing you, you, you tell your coworkers or the people there is like, oh, you know, I'm really nervous. <laughs> then the only thing people are going to see is that you're nervous. You're going I to know. look for those signs. But if you show up and you're like, yeah, you could be nervous as, you know, but you show up and you're like, okay, this is it. That's how people are going to see you. Mm -hmm. If you go into an interview, show up. Like, go in with a straight back, like a firm handshake. That's what you're sending out. When it comes to manifestation, I would say, work on your subconscious beliefs. Start to open space. Like little things we're just saying to change your outer reality. <laughs> Write things down. Be there to ask. There to ask and there to get really specific mm -hmm. about specific. what you want. And um, see, see yourself as it has already happened. Yeah, I so think that's it, start a very... to, it start to act as like if that person already had it, how does that person act and do all these things? Mm -hmm. So start to see it as your embodiment of that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's you. That's you. Yeah. yeah. See yeah. yourself when you have your million dollars. Yep. For example, mm. it's easy to, to say money because anyone can relate. But who are you if you have that money? Absolutely. Can you handle it? No, maybe. I mean, and, and just talking about like being really honest here, like when, when I started to gain um, a lot more money in my business, I was like, what kind of person am I with this kind of money? Mm. Like, am I the person that is going to spend it all am i the mm -hmm. person that's going to invest it am i the person mm -hmm. who is going to save it um am i gonna give back like when i tell you your whole reality changes when things start to happen and you start you need to figure it out what person what kind of person you are when you're in that yeah when you're in that stage mm -hmm. and you know now that you have to have it all figure it out but again just thinking about those things allow for the space for those things to happen mm -hmm. I would say it's really nice to, for some reason, this December, I didn't feel like doing manifestations at all. It was the weirdest thing. I just kind of wrote, you know, the 10,000 thing and and then again, another 10,000 and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't really sat down because I usually do this every year. I yeah. sat down and I really go through every aspect mm -hmm. of my life, personal, emotional, physical, mm -hmm. like relationships. Like I go through everything mm -hmm. and I, you know, do like manifestation but this year I just didn't feel like doing that this this year I just felt like more working on my subconscious beliefs that was mm -hmm. it that was what I was doing in December and really getting through like childhood um things and mm -hmm. one of the things that came out through my childhood it was um that I I needed to see like I I felt that I was kind of a unicorn mm -hmm. and I I felt like nobody kind of saw that magic in me and that I needed, like, I I needed somebody to see really, really who I was and to speak my language. The mm -hmm. only person that, spe this, uh, that was speaking my language was my aunt, the one that is a medium. Mm -hmm. So that's why when 
I was doing, I was going through some um, meditations and I saw my hero and I saw my aunt and I was like, but I don't, I don't like, I don't, I mean, I love and respect my aunt's path, but I'm doing a completely different thing that she is. So why do I see her as a hero? And the reason why I saw her as a hero is because she was the only one who speaked my language. Mm -hmm. She was the only one who knew my abilities and who really knew like what was beyond everything. So really interesting. So when it comes to that is the same thing that I talked about the subconscious beliefs of how I was showing because I kept on hiding because I was like, people don't really care Mm-hmm. what I do they're not gonna care if I am a unicorn or not mm-hmm. and the, I had to hide to kind of be accepted and love but didn't that come a little bit from the rest of your family as well that they saw her as a little bit you know yeah that I think that's more and like you yeah, picked I up on that, that as mm-hmm, a kid that mm-hmm. you know she's different okay this is how people see her as different I don't want to be seen that way mm-hmm. and that's when you pushed it down yeah that was part of it too but this was more like really really when I was like a little kid mm-hmm. like a little kid that I that my mom didn't maybe didn't really take the time to like listen for me what mm-hmm. I had to say it was more like I think you're sad I think you're mm-hmm. this and I was like okay I guess I am mm-hmm. so but very yeah, I think it's very interesting to work with childhood and to work with like the shadow side of us for sure mm-hmm. yeah and you can do that in many different ways you know you can work on that with a therapist, but you can also go to a healer or you can do some work on your own mm. meditations and just checking in. And But I would recommend, you know, having support in, in different areas and, you know. Yes, absolutely. For people mm. that can mm. help you out. Mm. So. Yes. Let's keep manifesting and. Absolutely. Send us all the manifestation questions you have. Send us um, what has worked for you, what hasn't mm-hmm. worked for you. I'll be really interested to get on this topic. And we have the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So you're more than welcome to talk about this topic on our Facebook group to send us some insights. And we'll love to hear your story. I mm-hmm. think it's so interesting to see how people manifest in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So share with us. Yes, please. Okay. Take care, guys. You too. Take care. Uh, Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for turning into Misted Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know your thoughts. Leave us a review and share it with your friends who might benefit from this conversation. 